Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey there. Thanks for joining me. My name is John, and thanks for being a part of the Christian Media Marketing Show. This is a podcast, which is also a video show. So it's on our YouTube channel. It's also on our website. It's on your podcast. So however you're participating today, whether you are listening or watching, maybe you'll do both, we are grateful for you. I understand that this podcast and this video show isn't for everyone. This is not one about how to get rich. This is not the secrets to growing a business. This is not the stuff that I find myself watching on YouTube. This is a pretty specific topic. And so I'm just going to assume that if you're listening or watching, that you are a person who cares about making Jesus known making Jesus famous, using every possible way, wherever you are, to leverage every bit of digital, technology, social, whatever it might be, to connect those who the Holy Spirit is working in and calling to a person who will evangelize and disciple them. There's a lot of different groups that are out there. There's a lot of different voices. In no way do I believe that I have all the answers or that our Kavanaugh media team is the right answer for everyone. I do not want to be in the business, as you might say, of trying to hype or to sell ourselves or our solutions to you. I do believe that we're learning stuff, and we just want to share that with you. I will also tell you that at Kavanaugh Media, it is our core belief that what we want to do is to find those who are lost, because we believe that is the world's greatest problem, lostness. They don't know Jesus. And so we want to work with as many people as possible. What does that mean? Well, in some ways, I guess it would mean that I'm not a purist. So I want to simply be a Christian. I simply just want to lift up Jesus. I know a lot of different great people who are friends of mine, who hold to different theological views. The core thing, we all believe in the scripture. We come to different conclusions at times from it, but we all trust the inspired, infallible word of God. We all believe and are committed that Jesus came and that he took on the sins of the world, that he died a physical death, was buried and rose again physically. And so we believe that that is the core thing. As Paul would say in 1 Corinthians 15, that's what's important. That's what we want to lift up. I do not care what follow-up method that you use. I don't care if you're doing CPM or DMM or any other kind of M or ministry model that's out there. I do not believe that one of them are somehow more theologically or scripturally more perfect than some other model. Any model that you or I create is human-based. 
And we all go back to Scripture to try to find out, is this found there? And we all find verses and we all promote those different ones to be able to say, well, this is why the way we do whatever we do is correct. But Scripture is the authority. And there is the potential that as fallible people, even with the infallible Word of God, that we will come to different conclusions. And so what I do care and what I do believe that Scripture teaches is that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes to the Father except through Him. And so my job, what I personally have to live for, is to try to make Him known. Try to use every possible way. And if we can help others to be able to do that, that's great. So we're not trying to grow Kavanaugh Media. In fact, I've tried to give away this business or merge it or sell it or our business's mission so many times. Maybe it's a lack of faith. Maybe it's just the re- reality that we realize that we just can't do it alone. So we're always looking to partner. But I don't want to promote my name, Kavanaugh our logo, what I want to do is to lift up Jesus. And I am finding that there are others that are out there. We have some great partners that we get to work with all around the world. And so part of what I want to share with you each week is just what we are learning from others. Whether you're brand new to digital engagement or you've been doing it for a very long time, all of us are learners. All of us are making mistakes And there's things that we can learn and we can do. And really, that's what I want to share with you today. It's a mindset. It's a formula. It's something that I learned from a really great team in North Africa several years ago. And then as I dove into it, I realized, actually, there's there's more than one variant of this whole idea. And so for the next couple of weeks, what I want to do is talk about digital versus analog. I want to talk about just... Is digital engagement the right thing? Is physical or analog the right thing? Is digital church the right thing? Or should we just you know, not use those? Is it a hybrid? Is it a mixture? How do we determine where we should make those lines when we do that? What strengths, what weaknesses, what things can we draw from them? We're also going to be sharing some ideas for B-roll footage for your videos and testimony videos, things like that that you can use. We have at least one interview coming up that's going to be coming in the next few weeks. So I just want to give you a heads up about where we're going, but I want to today talk about a very simple formula for change because change itself is not simple. It's hard. If you've ever tried to change something, you will realize how hard that may be. And there may be things at times where you go, well, I I need to change this because of something. So for example, somebody comes to you and says, you you go to a doctor and and the doctor says, you need to lose weight or you need to change your diet. That's hard to do. It's hard to get out of routines and practices and things that we've grown up maybe our whole life doing. Or maybe it's an addiction and you realize I don't want this, whatever it might be, to control me, to be Lord over me. And so I'm going to set that aside. I'm just not going to to eat, drink, participate, whatever it might be, okay? We, we have lots of different things that want to ensnare us out there. And many times it's not that those things are bad, but maybe 
to learn moderation or to learn to let something not control us, we have to to eliminate that. So all of those are things that we have to go through and there's a psychological and a physiological and there's a there's a pattern change, all of this stuff going on, all right, when we're trying to change. Now take that to your ministry and you've probably gotten good at doing something in your ministry. Whether it's effective or not, well, okay, we'll leave that up to you to decide. But the question is, if you realize that something not, is not working well, what do you need to do to change that? So go to your local context. If you're on the mission field, go to where you're at and type in, in the local language, how do I read the Bible? Or how do I become a Christian? And look to see if your material shows up. Or maybe your church someplace around the world. Type that in. See if it's your church that shows up there, if it's any of your content that's showing up when people are searching and looking locally. I believe people are. So are is your content reaching them? Are you going to be the one that they see? So when we need to change, when we're forced to change, when we want to change, how do we do that? That's what I want to share with you today, this simple formula. And basically, this is the formula for change. And the way the formula for change works is that there's a few components that come into it. And this one that I want to share with you today is by Dan Miller. Uh, one, one name, Dan Miller version of the formula for change. And the reason why is because it's a little bit different than the ones that I've been taught before, but there's a really key element in it that I think we miss sometimes when we're not paying attention. So the way that this formula for change works is, here's the first part to it. Here's the formula itself, all right? So C equals, if you're just listening to the podcast, C equals D times V times F, which must be greater than R. D times V times F times R. All right. Well, what does that mean? Well, let's look at it. So the C part of it is just change. If you want to change, I don't care what it is, any aspect of your life or your ministry, I think this holds true. If you want change, if that's the outcome, then it equals these things. And the, the first one, the D, is just dissatisfaction with how things are now. I'll be sharing some of the statistics that I have read and come across. I've read some really good books recently. I try to personally read very wide, and I'm trying to put my notes on the internet from the reading, at least a book a week. And so I'm looking at all of this and I'm thinking through what areas am I dissatisfied in? What things do I need to change in? Okay, and there's been some things uh, that I have gone and I've said, I'm just not happy with the way that things are now in my, my personal life, my spiritual life, my physical. All of those things play a part to this. In your ministry, though, in your digital engagement, in your reach, in your outreach that you do for your church, are there things that you're dissatisfied with? If you come back and go, no, we're doing pretty good, well, then this has no bearing for you because that answer is zero on dissatisfaction. And with this formula, D times V times F must be greater than R, it's multiplication. So if any of these points are a zero, you know from basic math, some number, times zero equals zero. There will be no change. So if you're not just 
really dissatisfied, you're not going to see the change that you need to. This is why I talked just a few weeks ago about this holy dissatisfaction, this frustration almost at times. We have to be willing to go, this isn't good, or we can do better. And that leads us into the next part. The V is vision of what is possible. I want you to see about what could be. I'm going to share with you a video about digital engagement here in the next couple of weeks. I want you to see how much the need is there, how many people are out there online, and then in what ways can we leverage digital and technology to reach them? What things do we need to be doing? What watchouts do we need to be you know, careful of? What things might we say, yes, there are digital things out there, but we believe this is the right answer. And it may not be digital. It may be something just analog or physical. What is the vision of what is possible? Imagine, think about what could be. That's what you want to dream for. And I would ask of you to be praying about this. You don't have to try to listen to other people's visions. Let it be your vision that God has given to you for you and your ministry or your church. What is God asking of you to do? That's what we are supposed to be faithful to, what he's called us to do. So how dissatisfied are you with the way things are right now? What is the vision of what is possible? And here's the thing that that I would add that I like about this Dan Miller version of this, and that is simply the F. What are the first concrete steps? Steps that can be taken towards that vision. This is where people break down a lot. This is why people have these big ideas and these big dreams, but then they never see them come to fruition. And I think it's because we're not taking those first concrete steps. What is the, we see where we want to go, then how do we get to there? What's the first thing we need to do? Mapping things out, thinking through things, seeing what we have, what we don't have, what we need to learn, what we need to say no to. All of those things are a part of these first concrete steps that can be taken towards the vision. If the product, though, of these three factors in this formula are not greater than resistance, it's not going to change. And that's the R of this, your resistance to change. Change is possible if your dissatisfaction and your vision and your first concrete steps are greater than the resistance to change. And there is resistance out there. If you multiply and any of these are zero, it's going to be zero. It's not going to happen. But you have to use every bit of influence and strategic thinking to create and understand your vision, to identify the crucial early steps towards that. In addition, you and your ministry or your organization or your church needs to be thinking and accepting that there's some things that just aren't good yet, that there's cobwebs, that there's things out there that we aren't doing well And we need to do those better. So it could be learning, thinking through our concrete steps to learn, to listen to podcasts, to get training, to partner with others. Maybe you'll decide, hey, we want to do this, but we need partners or we want to use this media or we want to leverage stuff from Kavanaugh. Whatever it is, find what those first steps are for you and what you're doing. Here's what I know. If you keep doing what you are doing right now, you will keep getting the same results. If you keep doing what you're doing right now, 
You can want change all you want. You can have visions of all of what could be. But if you're not willing to to be dissatisfied and to have that vision and to take those concrete first steps, nothing will change. You have to walk by faith. And that means stepping out, being uncomfortable, but walking in and with the Spirit in your ministry. So think about this for a second. What things do you want to change? What is it that you want to personal, physical, spiritual, as a ministry? What are some areas? What causes you grief in your soul as you look around the city where you are ministering and living in? What needs to change? What needs to happen so that you can reach more? That by all possible means, as Paul would say, you might reach some. What are those things for you to be able to do? All right, so I hope that this formula is one that you can take and you can apply back to lots of areas. If you or your team or anyone else goes, we need to change this. I was thinking about this. Think through this formula. Are you really dissatisfied with what you're doing right now? Do you know where you want to go? Do you have a vision of it? Have you thought through what's the first thing that you need to do? And then the next thing, your concrete first steps. What are you going to say yes to, no to? Have you thought through those kind of things? These are the kind of things that have to be there to overcome the resistance that all of us have to change. Some of us, it's greater than others, but all of us have a resistance to change, to really change, to see that change in our cities, in our lives, in our countries. We've got to be willing to do whatever it takes. So I hope that this is an encouragement to you to really continue to think through. This podcast, this ministry, what we do, it's not just, hey, social media marketing, and let's talk about pixels or this or that. Yes, that is there, and we will be constantly talking about that. But if the core fundamental, theological, theoretical, technological parts to our life and ministry isn't set up right, we're setting ourselves up for failure then. So keep trying, keep doing things, keep testing, keep pushing forward. If you would, continue to to listen, to subscribe to this. Go check out our YouTube channel. If you will, tell other people about this material. And if you know of people who are needing help, that's what we want to do. We want to help them make Jesus famous. So keep doing that, will you? Keep pressing forward. Keep making Jesus famous. Until next time, keep doing that. Lift up the name of Jesus and may you be blessed as you bless him. Take care for now. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for him and for his kingdom.